Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday. It is March 15th, and um, hey, not much movement on the futures, at least not yet. Who knows what will happen when Dave joins us here in just a few minutes. Hey, before we uh, get to Dave, though, let me just remind you and walk through one more situation. You know, there's nothing that we can control in terms of the markets. We can't control what's happening in Washington, D.C. or the Ukraine and Russia. However, there is a few things that you can control. And one of them is how much risk you have in your portfolio. That's why we designed the core retirement design so that we can help you design the retirement you always dreamed of, taking into consideration how much risk you should or should not have in your portfolio. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. Light FM. Good morning. Hello. Buenos dias. I'm glad you're here today. We're at 838 here, 22 now before 9. Time to check in on your money and find out what's happening to your 401k, your IRA, that money that you'd really hoped you were going to be able to use for your retirement. If you've been taking care of it good, you still can. If you haven't been, you're probably a little nervous with what's going on overseas right now. Let's check in with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. And, uh, Philip, there's a little optimism. Number one, Ukrainians and Russians are talking. Inflation indications this morning look a little bit better than they were expecting. That uh, augurs a little bit optimistic for the Federal Reserve meeting today, doesn't it? Well, it does. And, um, you know, the, we're getting a nice bounce off of uh, some of this news. I think especially I think what's driving it really is the inflationary news, not as high as they had anticipated, a little back off on the producer price index. And uh, that's the only thing I really see, because let's face it, the New York manufacturing index sure didn't help us at all. Oh, yeah, we really got a mixed bag off of the government data dump this morning. To quantify it, producer price index, that's wholesale inflation, tends to precurse what we see at the, uh, at the grocery shelves and elsewhere. Uh, producer price index was up 0.8% during the month of February, which is still El Stinko, but they were expecting 0.9%. And the core number, excluding yeah, those elective things we can live without, like food, energy, and trade, it was only up two-tenths of a percent, which was about a third of what they were expecting. So the early indications on inflation are, I won't say it's getting under control because eight-tenths of a percent still stinks, but it's nice to see something once in a while actually coming in better than expected. Well, especially right now with uh, all the uncertainty out there, it's nice to get some good news, um, even though that's still a high number. But, but at least, hey, it, it is trending down. The question is, will it continue or not? And, and what input will that have on the Fed discussion starting today? And that's the thing that really hits. I got to say, the one thing that we've got in terms of indication don't does not bode well for the attitude of business. The Empire State Business Index comes out this morning. They were expecting it to go down by almost half, from six point one to three point one. It just kind of cratered. It went from a it went from a positive six point one to a negative eleven point eight. I don't know the formula they calculated off of, but. Holy crud, up in New York, they're just downright foul humor. Maybe it's because they can't get their iPhones anymore, huh? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm looking at my numbers through uh, my tidbit sheet, and they said basically that they expected it to go from 3.1 to 5.5. 5. 
Um, and, and so now it's a negative. That's just not good. Um, you know, it's, it's going the wrong direction for sure. Absolutely. Oh, that's right. I had my numbers reversed. It was 3.1 during the prior month and 6.1 was expected. That's right. Instead of expecting good news, they were <laughs> we got we got absolutely uh, a really crummy attitude out of New York. I got to assume a chunk of that is worrying about imports uh, imports out of the uh, out of the Far East because the expectation is with China's COVID policy shutting down that city of five million people. Uh, that's going to really screw up the supply chain even worse than it already is because import costs are going to go up. I was flippantly saying they can't get their iPhones in New York. Foxconn makes the iPhones, and they shut down their factory out in Shenzhen, China. Uh, just and one more annoyance we just don't need this week. You're right, Dave. And, um, you know, everybody, what, was it last year? Everybody thought, well, hey, supply chain will be fixed by this next summer. Folks, uh, we may have supply chain issues for another year or two at the rate we're going. And it ain't improving when we get news like Chinese uh, entire cities getting shut down. Other tidbits floating out today. Uh, we're shutting down commerce with Russia, but uh, Pfizer's kind of an outlier. I found an interesting, uh, an interesting article out this morning. Uh, the Pfizer CEO says you cannot stop the flow of our medicine to Russia. They're going to continue shipping Pfizer's medicine over to Russia. Uh, the last thing in the world they need is more Viagra. I hope they're talking about the COVID vaccine. <laughs> well, they you know, they don't need more <laughs> testosterone in Russia right now. <laughs> That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, well, we'll just, um, you know, everybody's got to have their business plan. And uh, I mean, I guess they look at it from a humanitarian side in terms of the vaccine. But, um, yeah, we could we could we could flip flop on that for sure. Uh, yeah, and uh, that's one of those things where it's really kind of argue, hard to argue with the motivation. A COVID vaccine, that probably needs to cross even more torn lines, so nobody's going to really argue with that too no, terribly much. Not, not at all. Hey, you're not much on the way of earnings today, Dave, but I do have uh, I do have one. But I want to bring this out first because the airlines are hitting the, the kind of the headlines this morning as the three major airlines, Delta, United, and Southwest, all came out. And uh, and raise their revenue outlook for the year. They say traveling's rebounding from their earlier slump. They continue to see increases in that. Um, and so, you know, they, they've all got nice numbers. I mean, like Delta's up almost 7%. United's up almost 6%. And then the Southwest is up almost 4%. So all the airlines doing well this morning. Yeah, that does explain why every single stock on my pre-market big winners list is a travel-related one. Delta, Southwest, Alaska Air, even Carnival Cruises is going up based upon that. And uh, just on the other side of the fence, you can tell a trend by looking at the winners and losers. Almost all of my stocks on the loser side so far this morning are energy-based stocks, which we'll get to with the price of oil when the futures markets come up in a couple of minutes, right? Exactly. So, yeah, that's the one thing. Hey, the one earnings I do have, and it's not really detailed out for me, but uh, Vimeo, um, they're the video guys that uh, produce some video stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Their their revenue was up 23% compared to a year ago. Um, they, they reported an 8% increase in subscribers, which is good. 13% uh, in average revenue per user. 
So some good numbers there. Um, earlier in the pre-market, they were actually up two and a half. Last time I checked, they're actually down 2.1 now. So I'm assuming there's some profit taking going on this morning. One would assume, yeah, that 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 might explain where some of net where Netflix's flattening numbers are going. There's another there's another tiger in the jungle, isn't there? Well, yeah, and video is more about you and I doing a video and posting it out there. Oh, okay. Kind of, almost a YouTube competitor. Yep, yep. It's, it really is kind of a YouTube competitor. Okay, I'm a social media Luddite. I'll admit Facebook is about as advanced as I get. But talking about Netflix, I did see an article yesterday that um, they are back down to pre-pandemic price levels right now in their uh, stock price. Oh, well, yeah. yeah they, they were one of the businesses that benefited while we were all locked down in a disproportionate number of people staying at home. Now, we kind of turned it into an article of the English language. Netflix and chill became a point of slang, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. You know, so it's, um, but, you know, hey, everything has its day and their day has passed when it comes to uh, people being locked in their homes. That would be true. Resetting the table for the morning. Yesterday was a mixed bag on Wall Street. The blue chips actually eked out a really, really tiny gain. Dow was up by a rock crushing $1, but hey, green meets, uh, green beats anything else. S&P was down by 31, though, and the NASDAQ had another 2% loss yesterday. Good Lord, we're looking at 12,581 on the NASDAQ. I remember 17. That's, uh, <laughs> that, that's not looking good. How are we doing 45 minutes before we open this morning? You know, Dave, we do have green ink. I will tell you, the green ink has uh, declined a little bit, at least on the Dow and the S&P 500, and has increased a little bit on the uh, NASDAQ. So right now, we've got the Dow up uh, a little over four-tenths of a percent. That's up $150. The uh, S&P 500 is up a little over a half a percent. That's $20. NASDAQ 100 is up eight-tenths of a percent. That's $101. And so uh, everything's looking green there. Hey, the other side of the coin is all red. we got silver sliding now below 25, down one and a half percent. Gold still above 19, but barely uh, down almost 2% this morning. And then crude oil is taking the biggest hit of all, down 6.4% this morning to $96.42 a barrel. Who would have thought below 100 already? Uh, that that's a pleasant surprise, and I've been reading that that's primarily a reaction to some optimism over the fact that Russia and Ukraine appear to be making a little bit of progress on their peace talks, which none of us are going to complain about. Overseas markets, it was pretty much a negative day all the way through. Japan eked out a small gain this morning, but Chinese composite, the Hong Kong markets, were down by like five and a half and seven and a half percent. They're rapidly approaching bear market territory. There are a couple more of their of their indexes. Europe is off fractionally halfway through their day. We're talking about half a percent losses. Nothing major exciting over on that side of the pond. Instability is something that one cannot control. Risk is about the only thing one can control in one's retirement portfolio, Philip. How do I get a hold of you to find out where mine is? You know, Dave, that's why we developed the core retirement design to help people design the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. And then join us this weekend for the Stoughton Financial Radio Show. You got to be early, 6 a.m. in the morning. Noon, well, you have to listen to the races. And then Sunday morning at 10 a.m. on Highlands News Talk, 7.30, and streaming on 95.3 FM. All righty, and back here again tomorrow morning on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you then. All right, man, have a great one.
Be well, my friend. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler, are you? Hey, good morning, and I hope that you enjoyed our uh, discussion this morning, and uh, hope your week's going well. And of course, I hope you'll join us again tomorrow morning, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.